New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. This is Ben Curtis. As we continue our journey through the book of Proverbs, today I'll be reading from Proverbs chapter 8, uh, verses 22 through 36 from the New International Version. Hey, before I read these verses today, I want to kind of give you a spoiler alert so that you know what's going on as I read them. Uh, The writer of Proverbs is personifying wisdom in these verses. Personification, um, it's a literary device. Basically, it's when something abstract or non-human is given human qualities. So in this case, as the writer of Proverbs uh, writes these verses, God's wisdom is going to be speaking almost like it's a person. So let's just keep that in mind as I read. Verse 22. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water, Before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth. I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundary so that waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world, and delighting in mankind. Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction, and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway, For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. Have you ever tried to build something without knowing how it's going to turn out? We might have to tear down what we're doing and start over. We may have to redo part of our work. That seems to be the story of my life. I have a hard enough time putting together something that comes with instructions. But God's creative work is not like that. He knew exactly what he was doing when he formed the world. And his wisdom can be seen as we look around everything that he's created. Like if you go back through these verses, verse 24, we see his wisdom in the seas and in the springs that overflow with water. Verse 25, we we read about how God's wisdom shaped the mountains and, and the hills that seemed to tower over us. And verse 26, he created the earth and the land in his wisdom. And Verses 27 through 28, the heavens that are above us and the fountains of the deep. All these things reflect the wisdom of our God. As we look around, we see God's wisdom in the mountains of Tennessee. We see God's wisdom in the rolling hills of Kentucky. We see it in the beautiful desert of Arizona and all of the the coastal areas that, that we like to visit. And In Psalm 104, verse 24, the psalmist praises God for for this, for the wisdom of God in creation. He says, How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. And in Romans 11.33, the Apostle Paul shouts out, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. And so here's what this means for us. If, If God made the world in his perfect wisdom... 
then you and I can trust him with our lives. That's really the last part of Proverbs 8. You know, if you look at the way this, these verses are designed, first of all, he tells us about God's wisdom in creating everything that's been made, but then he kind of takes that knowledge and applies it to us. So let me read again uh, verses 32 through 36. For wisdom says to us, now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. Since God is our creator and he made us with wisdom... He knows what's best for us. I mean, he knows what makes me tick. He knows what makes you tick. How many of you have a a longing or a desire in your life that hasn't been fulfilled? Maybe it's something you haven't told even another person, but there's an ache in your life and, and it hasn't been fulfilled. And what do we do with those things? What do we do with that? Well, we look to God, don't we? We, we look to him to fulfill those desires. We pray, we, we seek, we knock, we, we plead with him to give us what seems so good and so right to us, and, and he may do that. You know, looking back in my life, oftentimes God grants uh, those desires, but sometimes he says no. How many of you have watched a loved one die of cancer or, or some awful disease? How many times did you pray for healing? How many times did you ask the church to pray for healing? You know, you, you ask God again and again and again, and that's the right thing to do. But to that longing of your heart, to that desire, God said no. Often he says yes, but sometimes he says no. And if the answer is no, then we have to bow before his wisdom. We, we put our complete trust in him, in, in, in his wise and perfect ways. We give our longings to God, what we want to happen, and we surrender those to him. And here's something else to remember, because God is the wise creator of the world. If that's true, then that means he is in control, and we don't need to live in fear. Now, I'm not saying that God will spare us from tragedies and and difficulties as if, you know, believers are exempt from those things. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that God rules, and because of that, you know, any tragedy, any difficulty that comes into our lives has passed through his hands first. Thinking back to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 25 through 26, back there we were told, have no fear of sudden disaster. Are you afraid of sudden disaster? Are you fearful? He says, have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked, for the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. Ultimately, we are safe in his hands. Ultimately, we're secure. Ultimately, Nothing can touch us. Now, why do I say ultimately? Well, because there are passages like Luke twenty-one sixteen. Jesus told his disciples, hey, they will put some of you to death. But then the interesting thing is two verses later, he says, not a hair of your head will perish. Ultimately, you're with God. We're safe in his hands. And the chaos of the world, the chaos that seems to surround us, ultimately, it will not overwhelm us. He'll strengthen us in the midst of the storm, Nothing can touch us apart from his will. So as we move about our days here on this earth, and specifically this week, let's remember to trust in God. He is our infinitely wise creator, and he is in control. Well, friends, that's all I have for today. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow for our next episode as Marilyn Mitchell takes us through Proverbs chapter 9. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.